Lobo and Marcus was talking about, even as in his opening prayer just a moment ago, he was talking about fire. He was talking about boldness. He was talking about yelling from the mountaintops to Colorado Springs. That boldness that activates empowering grace. Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for the empowering grace, Lord. God, we thank you for that. We didn't talk today. He started talking about fire. I was down in Woodland Park last night preaching. And the Lord said this. He says, you'll have a flame where others are extinguished. He was speaking to the bride of Christ. And then he started talking about the oil. When we have oil, we can burn. When we have oil, we'll sustain. When we have oil, we'll make it through the tough times, the valleys, the wilderness, the deserts. I was on a conversation. I was in a conversation today. Someone kept saying, it is what it is. I've never heard such a phrase that lacks in so much power and, and, and lacks so much authority than a phrase like, it is what it is. That's us saying, I give up. That's us saying, I have no hope. That's us saying, I lay it down. I wave my white flag. I'm taking my marbles when I'm going home. <laughs> I feel like we're a people that are called not just to be a flame and those to have an empowering grace that God promises when we approach it with boldness. But we're the very ones that call dead things back to life. If, if God said that in Romans and he lives inside of us and the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives inside of us, we have the authority to speak into situations and circumstances. Just what Marcus said, we have the authority to speak to Colorado Springs. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. The Lord spoke to me two and a half years ago. Someone else was telling me that. And the Lord said this so clearly. He said, I have all power, all authority over all things not made of me or not created by me. And he started talking about Exodus 3.14 to me because I am the I am. <laughs> I want to read that. He's speaking into Moses here. I love it. Starting in verse 11, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? This is that boldness that Marcus was talking about. That we would point a finger to Colorado Springs, point a finger to Denver, not in condemning way, but that we would speak in to those things. Like Moses spoke in to Pharaoh and over Egypt. Verse 12, it says, And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? 
God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. How many of you know that God's no respecter of person? What he'll do for one, he'll do for another. If he lived, ate, and breathed through Moses, he operates in the same way right through us. Better yet, in a new covenant, in a new covenant empowering grace. So as I was on this conversation, I told you about, it came out of his mouth one more time. And I remember from two and a half years ago what the Lord spoke. And this is what I spoke. And this is a non-believer, by the way. It wasn't me speaking at this moment today. This is actually a potential client of mine on a business call. I said, when the I am who I am shows up, your is what it is has to leave. I said it, and he was dumbfounded. He stumbled over his words. He says, what in the world does that mean? That ensued an entirely new conversation, and I led this unbeliever that was <laughs> to the Lord today. On the phone, a, customer, <laughs> a potential customer. <laughs> Here's the thing. God says this. He says, joy where I've placed you, joy where I've put you, whether that's in your work, whether it's in the company you own, whether it's the platform I gave you or that place of influence, whatever it is, joy where I've put you because there I've placed you to serve. There I've placed you to minister. There I've placed you to speak my good word and to share it with everyone you talk to. So God, I thank you. I thank you for that truth right there. That when you, the I am who I am, shows up, our is what it is has to leave. God, I thank you for the power and authority you've put inside of us, Lord. I thank you, God, in this hour. God, I love what Marcus said, that we would just scream from the mountaintops to Colorado Springs. That we would scream to God all the way up to Denver and all the way to Loveland, Lord, and to Greeley, Lord, and Fort Collins, Lord, all the way to the Wyoming border which is exactly 120 miles away from this place. Chuck Pierce's word, 120 mile radius of authority from this doorstep, 120 miles exactly to the Cheyenne border. God, I thank you from the north all the way to the south, Lord, and from the east and all the way from the west, Lord, that the power and the authority of the bride would stand up and have a voice. They would speak truth and love in this hour, Lord. And that God, the one that they love in front of them, that they would be radically transformed, just like today, God, getting transformed over a Zoom call, <laughs> over someone I haven't even met. So Lord, I just thank you for that. In the mighty name of Jesus, let it arise. Let the bride arise in this hour, Lord. Let the, let the fire of God encompass and engulf this place right now. God, not just this place, but this whole city, this whole state, and this nation, Lord. I thank you that Colorado, God, will be known as a state that is on fire, Lord. Not because of the, the wildfires and the natural fires that are, that are ablaze in the mountains that we've had over summer. But God, that it would be a fire like, like that on Azusa Street where nightly they would call the fire the fire station and the firefighters would show up and say, we heard that there was a fire here 
and they would look up to the roof and the, the, the Shekinah glory would be flaming from the, the roof. God, I thank you for that kind of glory to rest on this place, for that kind of glory to rest upon Colorado, Lord. Let it be. Let it be, God. Do it, God. Do it, God, and use us to do it. God, I just say we'll be in radical obedience in this hour. We are in a, we are in a time of history, Lord, that obedience, God, trumps everything else. And when you speak, God, we jump. When you speak, we do, Lord. Whatever it is, God, we are completely surrendered to you. We just come to you, Lord. We say, we come under your lordship. We come under your authority, Lord. It's like the centurion man. I'm a man under authority. Jesus, you do not need to come to my house to heal my servant. You just say the word and he'll be healed, Lord. It's almost like Paul in a handkerchief moment. If you just bless the handkerchief, I know whoever touches it will be healed. When Peter walks by the, the man, a gate of beautiful, he walked by and the shadow would heal him. Lord, let us be a people like that, that are so sold out, so on fire for you, that everywhere we walk, everywhere we go, the environments we walk in, the atmospheres, God, that we enter, they would be changed and they would be shifted, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. So we're going to open up the mic. Anyone who wants to pray, just raise your hand and get my attention. I'm just going to stay in this place of intercession. God, we thank you that, that you tell us that we are your battle axes. You are my war clubs. We thank you that we are warriors for Christ, oh God. We thank you that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. We thank you, Lord God, that, that the righteous are as bold as a lion, God. We are as bold as lions tonight, oh God. We are going into the enemy's camp, and we are taking back what the enemy has stolen from us. We speak to the high places in Colorado. We say, come down in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that you... You bring light and truth to Colorado, oh God. You bring light and truth to every home, oh God. We curse the spirit of witchcraft over this state. We curse it. We take authority over it in the mighty name of Jesus. And we say, no more. No more. We serve you notice. We draw the bloodline. We say, no more. No more. We exalt the kingdom of truth, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. We lift you on high, King Jesus. We exalt you. Your train fills the temple. Your train fills the temple. Your train fills the temple. Jesus. what God has been telling me for the past couple of days. I want to share it with you guys. Changes are coming. Big changes in my church. Says the Lord. Big changes because I'm uniting. Very rare unifications I'm going to make. Because I'm raising my church with a power. Because my church has understand has an understanding 
or my power, which I, I have given them all the power. Exercise my power. Exercise my power, says the Lord, because I'm going to be not behind you. I'm going to be ahead of you. Just, just declare the word and things are going to happen. Weird things, says the Lord. Weird things, says the Lord. Changes are coming. I'm uniting all my people. All my people. Not only for praying, to exercise the power that I've given you, says the Lord. God, we understand that the world is going nuts. It's going crazy. But my God, even though they, they call us crazy, we don't care, my Lord. We believe you. You omnipotent is going to manifest in this state and also in this country, my Lord. Lord, we pray. We all pray. We're not too many people right today, but we are a bunch of people praying every day for things to be complete in heavens it's gonna be completed in earth my lord we pray my lord to manifest your power your love miracles my lord because that's probably the only thing that the people are gonna turn they're gonna see all the manifestation of your power my lord through your church through your church my lord Thank you, my Lord. We are here for you to manifest, my Lord. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you. We worship you. We love you, my Lord. You are the most beautiful God. You, all, the, you are the only one, my Lord. And that's why this is, this season, this reason for, for us to be together. It's because we believe you, my Lord. Because you are great. You are great. And you're going to do a lot of beautiful things. Thank you, my Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you for that unity. We just prophesy great unity. We prophesy unity that we have never seen before. Lord, you said that you would equip us to do the work of the ministry for the building up of the body of Christ until the unity of the faith and the unity of the knowledge of the Son of God to the, to the measure of a mature man, to the measure of the fullness of Christ. God, we prophesy Ephesians 4. This is the destiny for your church. We say, would you bring us into the, the unity of the faith? Would you bring us into the unity of the knowledge of the Son of God? Lord, as we look to you, as we set our eyes, not on things of this earth, but on things that are above, as we press into the Spirit, God, we say, do a great work of unity. Lord, we pray for a spirit of partisanship to be driven back. Let, let a great wind come and push away a spirit of partisanship, a spirit of division. A spirit of division that, that we would have no part in that. 
God, would you grant John 17 oneness, John 17 unity. Lord, we don't presume to know how you're going to do it, but we say do it. Do it, God. Do it, God. And Lord, I pray that you would do it in Castle Rock. I pray that you would that you would join churches and pastors together. Lord, where there is a spirit of division, where there is a, a wall up, we say, tear it down in the name of Jesus. Tear it down in the name of Jesus. And we, we agree with this word that pastor just released, and we ask God for great authority, that we would walk in great unity and great authority. Great unity and great authority. We just speak that over the church of the front range. Great unity and great authority. Great unity and great authority. Great unity and great authority. God, we prophesy the Acts 1, they were all in one accord. And they were offering prayers and petitions to God and they were waiting on the Spirit. God, we say, do Acts 1 again and then do Acts 2 again in our region. As we are in one accord, God, we say, great power being poured out from on high. Great power being poured out from on high. The endowment of power. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Kathy, do you have something to respond to that? They will follow the Lord. He will roar like a lion. And when he roars, his children will come trembling from the west. They will come from Egypt, trembling like sparrows, from Assyria, fluttering like doves. I will settle them in their homes, declares the Lord. Ooh, that's Hosea 11, 10, 11, 10 and 11. Oh, Lord. Release your sound, Lord. Help us to come in alignment with your sound so that we can be your instruments releasing that sound that breaks strongholds, that draws children from the north, the south, the east, and the west, that brings people together, that unity, Lord. You say, I will settle them in their homes. Lord, I just see that as a drawing in, a drawing in, Lord. And you are the home, and you will settle us in your home, Lord. It's like bringing us tightly to the core of who you are. Lord, that there would be a settling from anxiety and fear and turmoil and upheaval, that your peace would just press in and settle and draw in, that there would no more be division, Lord, but a drawing in to you, to your home. So, Lord, again, we just cry out for your sound, the sound of the lion coming. As I see you standing, standing up from your throne and releasing the sound as a lion, that roar yes, of the lion. Release yes, your roar Lord. of the lion, Lord. Release that roar yes, of the lion and make us instruments, Lord, of that sound releasing over the land, Lord. Release your roar. 
there be softening of hearts softening of hearts Lord where those have thrown up strongholds and said I will never never forgive I will never speak to that person again Lord would you just soften those hearts right now and break those vows break those vows in Jesus name we just say no no to any vows We just open up our hearts again and pray for our friends' hearts to be open again, our family's hearts to be open again, so there could be a restoration, a new thing, a new thing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I was in two passages today that prophesied this of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to read these. I feel like the Lord's on that. The, the lion's roar. It says in Genesis 49, verse 9, Judah is a lion's cub. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. This is a prophecy about Jesus. He stooped down. He crouched as a lion and as a lioness. And here's the phrase. Who dares to arouse him? That's spoken against his enemies. Who dares to arouse the Lion of Judah? And this is the reason. The scepter will never depart from Judah. The ruler's staff will never depart from between his feet. And this is is what's going to happen. To him will be long the obedience of the nations 
and they will bring tribute to him. So Lord, we just say, this is true of you. When your enemies arouse you, who would dare arouse you? You are the lion of the tribe of Judah. You are the lion of the tribe of Judah. Lord, we ask you for that Hosea 11 roar. And at your roar, your enemies would be struck with fear and that your people would be gathered to the lion's roar. Lord, we say, roar from heaven. Roar from heaven. Roar from heaven. That Revelation 10 angel that comes down, it says, he roared with a lion's roar. God, would you release the lion's roar in our region? Would you do it, God? And would you strike fear into the heart of your enemy? Lord, we just say, strike your enemy's camp with confusion in Jesus' name. That when the lions roar, the enemy would be confused. The enemy would be scattered. The enemy would be pushed back. We wrestle not with flesh and blood. We wrestle with these powers and principalities. We say, let the lions roar. Clear the heavens. Let the lions roar. Open the heavens in Jesus' name. And one other passage. It's in Numbers. You got to deal with this. It's the prophecy of Balaam. <laughs> but it's a real prophecy. It's in Numbers chapter 24. And Balaam is commanded to prophesy a curse over Israel. And he can't. And all he sees is blessing. And all he sees is the lion of the tribe of Judah. It says this. Verse. Numbers 24. This is verse. I can't find Numbers 24. And I don't have a stand. Hold on just a second. Numbers 24, we're going to start with verse 5. It says, How lovely are your tents, O Jacob, your encampments, O Israel, like palm groves that stretch afar, like gardens beside a river, like aloes that the Lord has planted, like a cedar tree beside the waters. Verse 7. Water shall flow from his buckets, that's blessing, and his seed shall be in many waters. That's the blessing on the seed of the promised one. His king, Israel's king, King Jesus, will be higher than Gog, and his kingdom shall be exalted. And then this is what Balaam sees. God brings him out of Egypt and is for him like the horns of a wild ox. That's the Father granting the Son power. And it says, and He, Jesus, will eat up the nations. He will eat up His adversaries. He shall break their bones in pieces. He will pierce them through with His arrows. He is crouched. He lays down like a lion and like a lioness. Who will who will arouse him or who dares to rouse him up and then it says blessed are those who bless you and cursed are those who curse you God we just say we agree with the choosing of your son as king of the nations he is king and he is higher than any king of any nation Lord we say all hail King Jesus King of kings Lord of lords all hail 
King Jesus. And Jesus, it is prophesied of you that as a lion eats his prey, you will devour your adversaries. Lord, we say in Colorado, in the church of Colorado, devour your adversaries. Anything that is standing before the truth of Christ Jesus, Jesus, we ask you by your spirit to remove it. By your spirit to wash it away. Let a great wave in the spirit come and wash away unrighteousness and wash away that which is not truth, Lord. And we say, let truth prevail. And Lord, just as this prophecy ends, I pray that people would see the blessing of blessing Jesus. Blessed are all those who bless you. God, would you let unbelievers come in to the blessing of Christ? To not an antichrist spirit, to not an opposing God spirit. We rebuke the antichrist spirit in Colorado. We rebuke the antichrist spirit in Denver. We rebuke the anti-Jesus spirit in our government. We rebuke the anti-Jesus spirit in the workplace. We say, let the spirit of truth, that 1 John chapter 4 spirit of truth, contend with the spirit of error. And we rebuke the spirit of error in Jesus' name. We take the authority you have given us and we say, spirit of error, the Lord rebuke you. The Lord push you back in Jesus' name. Lord, would you go in to the LGBTQ community and would you rebuke the spirit of error? Would you rebuke an anti-Jesus spirit? And would you bring many out of that Babylon-type spirit into the spirit of truth in Jesus' name? We prophesy this over Colorado. We prophesy this over our state. Just go back to that singing roar. I know it's simple, but we're just prophesying the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah over our state.
So Father God, we just thank you right now for giving us the opportunity to pray for your bride, Lord. Lord Jesus, I sense this heaviness, the spirit of heaviness over it. And we just proclaim to be broken. This yoke is broken. This yoke of heaviness is broken. The yoke, Lord Jesus, that has been keeping it in offense is broken. The spirit of offense is broken in the name of Jesus. We proclaim unity in the bride. I just saw the bride being threaded together. Every single church is going to be threaded together and the threat is Jesus. The love of Jesus will reign over the bride. No longer shall there be any division by language by denominations it'll be one bride the bride of christ so we proclaim this right now we proclaim the one bride the one who is king of kings and lord of lords will reign over his bride and she will rise up beloved understanding and knowing accepting that she is the one true love of his beloved we are the one true love of our beloved. His name is Jesus. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for covering us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for washing us. We are one with you. We are one bride. No longer will there be any more division between us, Lord Jesus. No more offense in the name of Jesus. We will love one another and we will be one. You are one, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for that, Lord. And Lord, we just proclaim, Lord Jesus, that your bride will come alongside every single one of those individuals that don't know you, Lord Jesus. Every single one of those individuals that have been offended, have been afflicted by the error in the church. So Lord Jesus, we just thank you for letting us pray for letting us Lord Jesus recognize we repent right now Lord Jesus for the error in our ways Lord Jesus we pray that you forgive us Lord and you raise us up to come alongside to love them like you love us Lord just thank you for that Lord thank you for your love thank you for your mercy thank you for your grace we just honor you Lord Jesus we honor you because you reign your blood is beautiful we just honor you, Lord Jesus. Uh, Kathy, uh, you reminded me of something I saw in the sanctuary on Sunday. And as we were worshiping, I saw a lion come out on the stage and roar over us in such power that we could hardly stand and, and the enemy had to flee and the enemy was shaking and the enemy was disappearing the enemy was rattled and then as I saw the lion and he was roaring over us with such power it, it takes me back to Revelation the passage that you um we're uh, praying about Marcus. The next thing I saw was the lion turned into an eagle and the roof existed no longer in our sanctuary and the lion or the eagle took off and flew with might and strength and I 
I've been processing this vision for a while, and um, the Lord took me to Exodus 19, where He says, where He's delivered, where He's delivered um, the Israelites out of Egypt, and He says, "You have seen what I did to Egypt, um, to the Egyptians." And how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. This reminds me of the tender, loving care of a father. And I feel like that's what he was saying. He's like, I'll take care of the enemy. I'll take care of all the plots and the plans that have come against you are going to rise up. I will roar over them and I will bear you up on eagles' wings. I tenderly care for you. I tenderly will deliver you out of all evil. And then the other thing that I've been seeing is the lion is the king of the jungle. The lion is the king of Judah. No one would rise up against the king. And the eagle has authority in the air. And the king has authority on earth. And I feel like we're to take both. Yeah. We're to take our authority on earth and in the heavens. And so, Lord, if we've been blinded, if we have taken our authority and not taking it up show us show us where to use our authority lord show us that we have the power to overcome the enemy and all the plots and the plans the assignments the connections we are to fly free like an eagle that you shall bear us up that you will tenderly care for your children thank you lord thank you holy Yeah, even as we're praying for the lion to roar, I believe he wants to roar through us as his saints. And I just want to pray out of Psalm 149, verse 5. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute on them the written judgment. This honor have all his saints. God, we thank you for the gift of intercession, of prayer. And I thank you for the calling on the Rock Church to be one that walks in the revelation of intercession. On this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. God, we declare and we ask for a spirit of intercession in this season, God, that you would give us the groanings, that we would weep and repent with you to see the healing of our land, 
but God, also that you would put within us the prophetic utterances, the declarations, God, that we would prophesy and create with our words, God. You created the heavens and the earth by the word of your power. God, we ask for anointing on our intercession. God, in this season, God, not just for the rock, but for every church in this region, God, in Castle Rock, in Denver, in Colorado Springs, God, visit the churches of this area, God, with the spirit of prayer, of grace and supplication, that we would possess the land, just like Joshua, God, we would go into the land with the edge of the sword, the edge of the sword being our words, God. You said that your word is like a sharp two-edged sword. God, we ask for the word of God and the prophetic words to be coming out of the mouths of your saints, that we would possess the land. We would possess the land, God. This land belongs to you. Douglas County belongs to you. Castle Rock belongs to the Lord. We declare life over this region, that the unborn will find safety in the womb of a mother. God, that justice for the unborn will prevail. God, turn over the laws in this region, God. We ask that you would raise up the church to be the solution to abortion, to trafficking, God, to the foster care crisis, God, to the homeless crisis, God. Raise up your church in the place of prayer and in the place of action. Just like Nehemiah, we would build the wall with both hands, God. We would pray, but we would also be an answer to the prayers that we're praying, God. Raise up your church to be an equally yoked bride in Jesus' name. First Peter 2, 9 tells us something we all know. We're a chosen people. We're a royal priesthood. There might not be many people here tonight, but we are all royal, royal priests. That's a big deal. Malachi 2, 5 and 6 has some instructions for us. I just want to read it and pray into it. The purpose of my covenant with the Levites was to bring life and peace life and peace lord god i pray that you would use every one of us in this room tonight all those listening to bring life and peace into every situation we find ourselves into every conversation that we find ourselves in to every needy person we talk to life and peace would be released it goes on to say and that is what I gave them God gave the Levites this this required reverence from them and they greatly revered me and stood in awe of my name Pastor Marcus was reading from Revelation tonight, and this is what this is. Lord God, we want to revere your name. We want to greatly revere you. We want to stand in awe of you. Teach us what this means, Lord. Teach us what this means. Let us see this revelation of who you are, and we want to stand in all of you as your priest lord 
as your priests. They passed on, it says, to the people, the Levites, passed on to the people the truth of the instructions they received from me. The truth of the instructions they received from me. Lord God, let us pass on to the people the truth of your instructions. The truth. There are so many lies going forth today. Everywhere we go, there are lies. The enemy is lying everywhere we go to every person we come into contact with. We are going to pass on to the people as royal priests the truth of the instructions that God has given us. And it stops and it ends by saying, they, the, the Levites, they did not lie or cheat. They walked with me, living good and righteous lives. And if we will do this with God's help, it says here, they turned many lives of sin. They turned many from lives of sin. They turned many from lives of sin. Lord God, as your royal priest, we cannot do this without you. We have to have your understanding, your wisdom, your anointing. We have to be in awe of you. We have to stand in awe of you. We have to bow in awe of you. We have to pass on your instruct your instructions, not my ideas. Not what I think people should be doing with their lives. Not what I think people should be doing in politics. Not what I think people should be doing in anything. Pass on the instructions you gave us. And as we walk with you, Lord, as we daily walk with you, many will be turned from their life of sin. And this will be all for the glory of God. In Jesus' name. I want to, I kind of want to transition. I just, I feel, I want to end by doing two things tonight. Um, I'd like, Angela, would you stand up? This is Angela Navy, and she's the, the daughter of Sharon and, and Bob, our beloved Sharon and Bob Navy. And, and uh, Angela is, she's a missionary to Mongolia. And she, um, and even in that passage, the next verse says that the priests are, are messengers from God. Or they're sent ones from the Lord. Or they're apostles. Like we could say it in a bunch of different ways. And, um, and so the Lord has put on Angela's heart uh, to live in Mongolia and to bring the gospel to the Mongolian people. And I just, I just want to pray for her. <laughs> so that side of the room, you guys just gather around Angela. The other thing I want to do is I'd like to pray for Cornerstone Church. There's two things that, that are happening. Angela's going to Mongolia, but God is bringing many immigrants from the nations to Cornerstone Church. They've had an influx of, of 40 immigrants. They, they were a church of 30, and then they had an influx of 40 immigrants. They're a church of 70 now, with 40 people and, and, and a lot of them are either unbelievers or new believers. Like they're, they're in that like valley of decision. And I just, I just want to pray for a grace upon Cornerstone 
to preach the gospel, and we would see 40 disciples. And 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 we're 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 with you guys. We're anything we can do to help, anything we can do to to help disciple. We wanna we wanna help. Um, so let's just do this. We're gonna pray for Angela first, and then we'll pray for Cornerstone. Is that good? Do you have time, Carlos, to stay? Okay. I saw you grabbing your I saw you grabbing your jacket. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna take five minutes. We're gonna pray for Angela, and we're gonna take five minutes, and we're gonna pray for for. Uh, for Cornerstone. I'll just start and then grab the mic out of my hand, everyone around her. Lord, we thank you for uh, the calling of God. How will they hear? How will they believe? How will they understand unless there's a sent one? Beautiful are her feet. You say, oh, I have a beautiful one in the earth. Lord, we ask you that you would uphold her by the power of your right hand. That, Lord, as she uh, positions her heart to be sent, that you would give her that Acts 13, that she would be sent by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, Lord, I ask you that she would be sent by a community. God, we pray for, we just call in all the finances that she needs. We call in all the finances that she needs to be supported as she preaches the gospel in Mongolia. Lord, we thank you. We bless the calling on her life. We bless her voice. We bless her voice. We say you are a messenger of Yahweh. You are a messenger going before the Lord to prepare his way in Mongolia. Lord, I thank you for the, for the, the shoulders that she's standing on in intercession, those that have gone before her. Lord, we ask you that, that their prayers would be answered through her life that she would step into that nation and, and she would be reaping fruit from the prayers of the intercessors of the generation before her in Jesus' name. And God, we say, save the youth of Mongolia in Jesus' name. Save these young ones. We ask you for, for powerful witness, for powerful witness to be given to Angela to save the youth of Mongolia in Jesus' name. Lord, that you give Angela Hines feet for high places, God. She fears no evil, God. Thank you that you are her rock and her fortress, her God in whom she trusts. I thank you, God, that you hide her under the shadow of the Almighty, God. Thank you, Father, God. She is hidden, hidden in Christ. Her life is hidden with God in Christ. In Jesus' name. I've been hearing this phrase all day long. I feel, I feel like it's for you, Angela. The phrase I've been hearing all day long is that you're going to bloom where others can't grow. I heard that just over and over and over again. I'm like, God, what does that mean? I, I had no idea who it was for. I've just the phrase I've heard all day long. So, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your daughter, Lord. I thank you for the seed. Lord, I thank you like Elisha, Lord. It says that Elisha was in the field. He was actually tilling the ground. I feel like this is a season of sowing for you, young lady. Wow. You've tilled the ground well. It says that no woman or man that takes their hand off the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom. I hear the Lord saying you're fit for the kingdom, my daughter. You have tilled the ground. You have 
you have pulled that's why you've worked the soil just like the, he was he was in the field when elijah came and said young man elisha you're called of god and then he burned all the ships right i've shared this so many times but it's so great he just disassembled the plows had a fire and then he killed all the oxen 24 12 pair he burned all the ships. He, he burned all the means of himself being able to come back there and make a living or coming back to a place that he knew before. Because he knew he was called. You know you're called. Few are called, but many are called, but few are chosen. You're chosen. Your yes, your yes is going to transition you from a place of being not just chosen but for leaving an inheritance. I feel like you're on the, the edge of just planting a seed of inheritance and legacy. So, Lord, I thank you that this is a planting season, Lord. I see you're planting. I don't know why, but I see you planting all the way around. You know those little dotted lines that kind of outline a state or a country, and they're like dashed? I feel like every one of the, like you're planting seeds and you're outlining the, the country of Mongolia. Like you're planting like a hedge all the way around the border, like walking the border. I don't even know if this is on your radar. I'm just seeing this as I'm speaking it. I feel like you're going to, oh, that's a long ways, by the way. <laughs> I don't know how big the country is, but I feel like you're going to, it's almost like you're going to walk the border. Maybe you'll do it in the spirit. Maybe God will translate and take you there. But I feel like you're going to walk the border, the hedge or the edge, and you're going to plant seed. For some seed fell, as you know, that's how the parable goes. Some seed falls on rock. The sun scorches it. Some falls in the thorns and the bushes. It gets choked out. But I feel like this, you've cultivated well and you've plowed well. And now it's time to plant. Everything you plant. You know, the word of God says this, and I believe this is what the Lord's speaking on. This is the encouraging part. Even as I spoke it earlier, you're a woman under authority. You know the authority of the heaven that you come under. And when you know that, you know all things are possible. Wow. You know that all things are possible. The Word of God says this, though. It says, Paul may, 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 may till the soil, right? Uh, get it ready and cultivate it. Like Silas, Silas may water, but it's only God that brings the growth, and you know that. So, Lord, I thank you for the mighty woman of faith that stands before us. I thank you for her, yes, Lord, to go to a country that she did not know to a people group that she did not recognize at first, but now she does. You've been called to a people group. I thank you for the generational inheritance. Even as I saw inheritance, I just heard the word generational. I thank you for the generational inheritance that rests upon her, Lord. I feel like God, I just feel like this, Angela, I feel like many generations are going to be changed at the hand of your seed. So keep planting, keep watering, keep seeking. In the mighty name of Jesus. What do you want me to say today? What do you want me to do today? Help her to focus, Lord, in each moment, each step each heart thank you father for helping her to see into the heart of those she's going to minister to so i thank you father i thank you for helping her she has your armor 
She has your protection, Lord God. She, she, she has the victory over the enemy because the enemy doesn't have a stronghold. We have a stronghold. So she has a stronghold because you are her stronghold, Lord God. Help her to remember every day, Lord, who she is in you, her identity in you. Thank you, Father, that every step she takes is anointed. Every word she speaks is anointed. Everywhere she goes is your earth and your anointing, and you own it, and she's yours, and it will accomplish what you sent it Thank you. I'm going to have Pastor Perez close out the prayer for Angela, and then I'm going to have Angela start the prayer for Pastor Perez. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Thank you. Ustedes son los padres de ella. Right? You are her parents. And the Lord says to you guys, no teman, don't fear. And the Lord tells you, among you guys, have no fear, don't worry about it, have no fear. Have no fear. Because I I already assigned someone to protect you. You're gonna plow as Pastor Tracy said. You're gonna I, I can see a C 12 C. You're gonna you you're gonna you're gonna um, you're going to sow seeds in 12 specific people but don't fear anything because I've even assigned a man he's going to go he's going to go before you and after you and that was your that was your your, your fear No, she's going in my name. In my name. And in my name, she'll come back. You will sow 12 specific seeds. Just as I chose 12, you, you, you will, I will show you 12. I am the one who's going to tell you who and sow in them and it will multiply says the Lord in such a glorious way the gods that govern that sector will bow uh, before my name because you will not only go just as you asked, just as you have asked me with power and miracles and signs and wonders it is the way that they will come and a great reward awaits you in heaven says the Lord because very few have the courage you left your priorities aside to do mine says the Lord 
And I see it with good eyes. With good eyes, I see it. And I will back you up. And the Lord is showing me something that I find a, a bit crazy. In, in a fellowship gathering, I don't know why the Lord puts this in my heart. But in a fellowship, fe okay, hold on. So a fellowship gathering, in a, in a pant, uh, hold some bills. Hold a few dollar bills because you will need it. Holy Spirit is showing me. But if He's telling you, do it. Because in a time, you will need it. Great reward. I will take care of your parents, says the Lord. Every day, they will wake up with joy. With joy, no more sorrow. Uh uh. Because you have given your life to what I already assigned to that people. Don't be afraid, says the Lord. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Because you come in, you are going in my name. And my name is powerful, says the Lord. Thank you, Lord. feel like the Lord wanted you to know he sees the costly sacrifice. He sees what you've laid on the altar. You couldn't lay a costlier sacrifice on the altar. You just couldn't, and he thanks you. And I feel like you're supposed to look for dead bodies to raise the dead. Um, your compassion is going to raise the dead. John 11, Jesus wept, called out to the Father, and Lazarus came forth. So let's do this. Let's bring Carlo, Carlos and Gabriel over here, Pastor Perez, and well, both Pastor Perez's. <laughs> just bring it. We're going to just gather around them. We're going to lay hands on them. Angela, if you would come over, I want you to pray the first prayer. And we're, we're going to call these precious ones. I mean, <laughs> America prophesied this. It said, give me your poor. Give me your immigrants. Give me your... <laughs> And they're here. And, and, and we're going to call all 40 of them into the kingdom. And we're going to call them to be dis not just converts, but disciples. So, Angela, you just start praying. And then whoever wants to pray, uh, just get my attention. I'll give you the mic. Yeah, Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for the ones that have come to this church. Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that you've led them their entire lives, God, that you fight for them, Jesus. Mm, 
And yes, Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that a discipleship-making movement is going to come out of this church, God. God, that they're going to they're go to their families, they're going to go to their communities, God, that you've raised up evangelists, you've raised them up as worshipers, Jesus. God, we thank you, Lord, that you've raised them up as intercessors, Jesus. God, we thank you, Lord, for the specific power that they have in prayer. God, we ask for more. We ask for more in Jesus' name. God, we thank you, Jesus. There's actually a key that they have that we don't. God, we just ask, Lord, would you release that, Jesus? Would you unlock the door through them, Jesus, for Colorado, Jesus? God, we thank you, Lord. We ask, Lord, would you raise up the intercessors? Would you raise up the worshipers in this church? Would you raise up the evangelists and the disciplers, God? God, we thank you, Jesus, that you're already doing it, and we ask for more. God, we thank you, Jesus. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. So, God, we ask, Lord, would you move? Would you move through this church in wild ways? God, we thank you, Jesus, for the inheritance this church has in Colorado. God, we ask, Lord, would you move in Jesus' name? God, we stand in the gap and we ask for forgiveness for, uh, what's that word? I'm sorry, I'm losing the word when people are against another people group. Uh, prejudice. We just stand in the gap and ask for forgiveness for prejudice against the Hispanic people. God, have mercy on us, God. And we say, Hispanic people, you are welcome in Colorado. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you. And we thank you for what you bring to the kingdom, the gifts, the talents, the abilities. We honor you. We link arms. We link arms. We, we link spirits. We link hearts for the kingdom. We are one for the kingdom of God. We are one for the kingdom. And we bless you. We bless you, God. We break discrimination. We break the power of it in Colorado in Jesus' name. And we thank you that we are one for the glory of God. The last week of November, it was on a Friday. I watched the news. It was something about it. It was the news. It was just a clip. I don't watch the news normally, but I caught a clip that was talking about the borders. And I just started praying over the situation. What I saw was Cornerstone Church overflowing with people. No coincidence. This is what the Lord spoke. They'll come from the south. And this vision I had was of your church overflowing with people. That Saturday, Isaiah, Dr., uh, Pastor Isaiah was here uh, for food bank. It might have been just before Thanksgiving, the third week of, of November. And I went to him and I said, I have a word for your church. And I know uh, Pastor Perez, that he, he asked you about it. And, and Esau came back to me and says, yeah, whenever you're ready to release it, I believe that this is the moment. Not right now, but I'll come release that word at your church. If you'll have me, I'd be honored and humbled. Yeah. So, Lord, I thank you that they come from the south. And not just from the south, that they come from the east, the west, and the north. Even as I spoke it earlier, Lord. The south is the border, but, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, God, you'll take every little thing and every large thing, like some border type of uh, governmental agenda, whatever you want to call all these things that are taking place right now on the border. You'll take them in the, and you'll put your glory on them, Lord. 
So, God, I thank you that all of them would find their way right here to Colorado. If it means that they'd be saved, Lord, we call all of them. In fact, I'll send the invite. I'll send the invites personally right to the border and tell them, come this way. Back in the day, it was called the Oregon Trail. I'm just going to call it the Cornerstone Trail now. It's a direct line from the border right to Colorado, right to the south end, right here of Castle Rock, to a church that will love those. They're in a foreign country. Lord, your word says it. Our citizenship isn't even here as a people. It's in heaven. I thank you, God, that we'd have dual citizenship, Lord. They may, I don't even know if they have a card, a green card. I don't care. I know where their citizenship resides. They might not know it, but they're believers. They're pre-believers. They're all believers. They just don't know it yet. Lord, I thank you for them. We invite them. We love them, Lord. We love all of them, Lord. We just pray that, Lord, in the mighty, loving name of Jesus. Sharon's going to pray a short prayer, and then Ray's going to close uh, us out in prayer. I just I feel in my spirit strongly how, um, and, and I'm just brought into memory, how you left your church in Florida having an amazing place. Um, and not needing to leave, but you felt in your spirit that it was time to leave. And the Lord has been preparing you for the last six years here in Colorado, planting, deepening your roots so that this time right now, you would be able to minister to every single one of those individuals that you've been waiting on for the last six years because your church was filled back there but he wanted it to be built right here and you've just been waiting for those open gates and guess what those open walls those open gates are here now and all of this time you've just been pouring in and pouring in and pressing in and on your knees this is that time this is the reason why you've been crying out to the Lord because it is now sometimes I, I was hearing Gabe and in our Tuesday prayer meeting and it's just saying you know it's like I don't know I don't know how to do it I don't know what it is but you know what he's already prepared you so it is for such a time as this so we thank you for that Lord Jesus thank you for that season of preparation thank you because that season is now Lord thank you Father God because not only is it now but you've reunited us as one church Lord Jesus, in every which way we are here as brothers and sisters, hanging on to one another, Lord Jesus, in food bank and clothing as, as a bride should be. We honor you and we thank you for it all, Lord Jesus. Amen. The Lord was showing me that the exodus from South America, Central America, and Mexico, that this is anointed that this is something the Lord has prepared. This exodus is, is an answer to the prayers of the United States. They don't know that, but they are an answer to the hearts and prayers of those living in the United States right now. They are an answer. And I declare and prophesy that you too, your church doesn't have to have all the answers. God is the answer. And you are an answer to prayer. And you are an answer to God's heart. 
So we thank you, Lord, that you're in this. This is just the first step. And you don't have to know all the answers. He's got the next step. He's going to order your steps. He's going to guide your path through this. This is anointed. This has been prepared. Somebody already said that. It's been prepared. And this, I, as, a, as a Coloradoan of I don't know how many generations, I say doors of Colorado open to those exiting. Uh, South America, Central America, Mexico, and everything in between. We say doors of Colorado open. We welcome you. We welcome the immigrants. We thank you for the immigrants. And Lord, we just uh, say you are the way, the light, and the truth, Lord, and you have the answers. So I pray for an anointing, an anointing on these two, an anointing, a special anointing. I feel like you're a bridge, and I feel like you bridge the way for people out of horror, out of trauma, out of destitution. You make a way for them. You are the bridge that bridges them into what they've been called to, what God has called them to. You are a bridge into the calling and the destiny for these people. And Lord, we ask that you bring all the laborers they need. We just call them in, all the laborers, plenty. We call for every need met in full before they even ask for it. And Lord, we just say, um, welcome. Welcome in Jesus' name. Amen. So Lord, we just thank you. You know what it is to be a sojourner. You came down from heaven. You left your eternal riches, eternal abode. And you identified with us and you, you became one of us. Lord, I pray that you would just release strategies into Cornerstone Church. And you call us to be sojourners, Lord. We can identify with, with, with everyone who comes from another country and is not living in their own land because we're not in our homeland. <laughs> We're journeying. And so, Lord, I pray that this would just be an opportunity. And I pray for a desperation to arise in, in, in these ones that, they have, that, have, that you have sent to Cornerstone. Let a desperation for Jesus arise in their heart. Let that, let that, that unfamiliar territory in this season, let it lead them to clean to Jesus. Lord, I pray that just a, a hunger... And that, yeah, just like Teresa just said, there would be a hunger, there would be a question, and then you would be the answer. And they would find the cornerstone at Cornerstone. They would put their feet on the rock of Christ Jesus at Cornerstone. They would start to build their life on the rock at Cornerstone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So good. Well, thank you. Well, that was more than five minutes per prayer. That was 15 minutes per, but that was, that was good. Thanks, guys. That was awesome. Appreciate it. All right.